This is a Podcast 225 production. Welcome to The Waiting Room on Podcast225.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. We are back in the saddle with 2019. Um, Welcome back to The Waiting Room. This is episode number 27. Um, This is Dr. Fetzer here, and along with my co-host, Dr. Mary Catherine Rodrigue. And we are really glad to be able to be back here, bringing back The Waiting Room, um, especially with starting off the new year. We are um, going to be talking to y'all about new year resolutions, um, goal setting, um, and also just everything that kind of comes along with it, especially the pitfalls, because we know that it's a very, um, sometimes people feel that it's not something that's easily achievable. They set these unrealistic realistic goals and then they're left feeling very just regretful and remorseful about not being able to reach the goals that they set for themselves. So we're going to kind of break that down for y'all. Um, a quick disclaimer about the waiting room. The contents of our show, we don't want to be mistaken for psychotherapy or counseling. So this is definitely not intended to replace or serve as a substitute for mental health services. We ask that if you are interested in scheduling an appointment with one of our licensed mental health professionals, you can reach out to us at the Wellness Studio at 225-448-3359. You can also call your local hospital for other provider options um, or your local physicians that you see. They would easily be able to connect you with a mental health professional. Um, and just a quick disclaimer or description, I should say, of the waiting room, since it's been some time since we've been back, um, we are here as mental health professionals, both myself and Dr. Rodrigue, to be able to offer some insight and perspective into varying issues, um, such as current events, pop culture, or relationships and social issues. Um, and each of our episodes is comprised of the Wellness Studio team members, Dr. Rodrigue and myself. Um, we also might bring in some of our counselors from time to time, and then also expert panelists, depending on the topic that we are discussing. Um, and it's kind of a way to kind of discuss the meaning behind the madness of things, mm-hmm. especially in a day where information is so grab and go with the internet and the blogospheres out there. A lot of the times we're just grabbing information because it's at our fingertips, but it's not necessarily information that is credible. So we hope to be able to be that source that you can go to that offers credible information about varying topics. You can join our conversation by submitting your thoughts and questions on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and also podcast225.com. We'd love to hear your feedback and for you to leave a rating and a review. We are going to take a quick break and then we will be back to discuss New Year's resolutions. Podcasts have become a great way to get radio on demand. If you've wanted your own podcast, the time to call us is now. This year, Podcast 225 will be launching new shows and yours can be one of them. You won't have to build your own website and you'll be able to use professional broadcast equipment that will make your show sound amazing. If you'd like to know more, call 225-214-1550. That's 225-214-1550. Be a part of the on-demand audio movement today. Welcome back Back to The Waiting Room. All right, we are back here. This is Dr. Fetzer, along with my co-host, Dr. Rodrigue. This is the Waiting Room Podcast, where you can find us on social media under the handle The Wellness Studio, and also by visiting podcast225.com. Thanks for tuning in. Um, Today, we are talking about New Year's resolutions. Um, We like to think about New Year's resolutions, or we're going to call it a reset button, because we're hoping that after being able to listen to today's podcast, you'll feel that reset button is a little bit more easier to 
access or to press and that you're not feeling very overwhelmed like most people do with setting New Year's resolutions and goals. Um, and one of the things that I wanted to start with today is just the first kind of steps that we want to walk through whenever we're talking about setting New Year's resolutions and goals, which is that it really needs to start with reflection and time alone with yourself. And I'm going to bring in Dr. Roderick to kind of really break that down and why. Um, but one of the biggest reasons that can get in the way of goals is when there's so much external motivation around us or like outside noise and people maybe well-intended loved ones that are just chattering. So it might be an in-law saying, you know, I really think that you could lose those 10 pounds if you did X, Y, Z. Um, so we're talking about that outside noise that's always around us, which can be so bombarding. And what happens is people will grab hold of that and they're extern next thing you know, they're being externally motivated by something instead of something internally that they've come to from with themselves. And as mental health professionals, we know that the only way to be able to really get connected with that internal or, or, you know, connect with that internal motivation with yourself is to make time alone and to be able to reflect to yourself the feelings that you have about the past year. Because if you don't, you're bringing all that baggage from the previous year or that shame and resentment maybe that you have about not meeting your goals into the next new year and you're setting yourself up for mm -hmm. failure. Mm -hmm. So Dr. Rodriguez, talk to us about your thoughts on that. Yeah, no. So I think that setting goals for a new year um, is, is you can look at this from many different ways. It's not just getting down a piece of paper and a pen and writing down goals that um, mm -hmm. are concrete and set in stone. I think that um, first we, we, we can't be remiss to acknowledge the huge goal and milestone that you just met by getting your PhD and becoming Dr. Katie Fetzer. Thank you. Um, and I think that it's actually really um, a great example of how that was a goal set, not just last year and that you mm -hmm. met it, you know, years ago and, and, and the time and the dedication and the commitment that, it, that goes into that. And oftentimes, you probably found yourself having to hit the reset button on just your approach Absolutely. to finishing the program. And so it's not when you, when we say the word reset, that doesn't mean a do over. That doesn't mean that you wipe the slate clean or it could, mm -hmm. but it could just be about reevaluating the intention, like you said, behind yeah. the goal. Um, or it just, the path that you thought you would take to get to the goal, um, right. just might be a little deviated now. So it's just about resetting yourself from, like you said, that reflection, that mindset of like, okay, who am I doing this for? Why am I doing this? How am I going to do this? When am I going to do this? I think time. Yeah. It's um, so all, it's oh, yeah. all about the mindset. Yeah. Everything yeah. when it comes down to this topic is talking about your actual mindset. If you're not in the right mindset before you set a goal or before you actually try to achieve a goal, yeah. then it's automatically setting yourself up for that pitfall of not achieving it. Yeah. Um, and it becomes this vicious cycle that it's really hard for people to get out of. Yeah. Um, and one of the biggest things we see is that, you know, it may be a client that we've been working with that is in their second year of law school, but they are just dragging and struggling and not feeling like they're meeting the marks. And then they have this moment where it clicks and they're like, this isn't a goal that wasn't set for myself. Right. I'm doing this because my dad always wanted me to be a lawyer and I don't internally feel motivated or connected to this goal. Mm -hmm. And it's like, bingo, that that person then has a bigger awareness of why maybe that goal was not being achieved right. for themselves. Which so I think is a goal in itself, you know, sure. like that, yeah. to have that awareness of like, okay, I didn't do this for myself, right? but I would have never understood that unless I had started down this path. Right. And so maybe it's not becoming an attorney, but maybe it's just becoming an advocate sure. for some other organization where you still can use your voice, but you had to kind of go down that path yeah. to understand that that would be the bigger lesson. Yeah, absolutely. So the goal then becomes yeah. from 
finishing law school, it then becomes doing and connecting with what I actually want and right. feel like I'm internally motivated and want to do. So yeah. New Year's resolutions, just as a recap, it starts with reflection and time alone, T- spending time with yourself and really having a lot of reflection on yeah. your life and your year and what you feel like maybe things that are externally have been placed upon you versus things that in your heart that you're really wanting to do is always a yeah. good, good place to start. And you know, this is actually something I did for myself. I did like an audit of all the social media accounts I follow, like mm-hmm. whether it's friends or if it's food bloggers or mm-hmm. fashion blog or whatever, because I was, I wanted to be very mindful of what messages I'm constantly feeding myself on a day-to-day basis, because I think about how much time I do spend checking social media, just like everybody else. Mm -hmm. And subconsciously, what are the messages that I'm getting and how do those play into the, the fact that I would achieve a goal or wouldn't achieve a goal, or if they're setting the goals for me. Yeah. You know, that's a great point because if, for example, like one that comes to mind just from what you're saying is if I'm following, um, a bunch of accounts that are just maybe celebrities, um, that we know, we all know, or maybe Photoshopped. And Mm -hmm. in my mind, I'm thinking, Oh man, I wish that I could, you know, lose this weight or appear to be in this way or change my hair color, what have you. Then we're constantly looking to something from an external place right. as opposed to who we are and right. connecting with that. So it's right. a really, really good example and a good um, suggestion, I think, to kind of bring someone to that place of silence with themselves right. and to be able to kind of just connect. And it's it's being able to unplug from all of that. Right. right. Um, so it's really got to start with your mindset. And when you're really talking about hitting that reset button and setting New Year's resolutions, it you have to spend that time alone and reflect and get into the right mindset. Um, an example might be if you're, you know, let's say 2018 ended and you're going into 2019 thinking, okay, I'm really going to do it right this year. (laughs) Right. 2018. I didn't get to save the money that I thought I was going to. I didn't fix my spending habits, but Mm -hmm. this year I'm really going to, but you go into that year with the feeling shame of what Mm -hmm. happened last year Mm -hmm. instead of an accurate reflection on the year, which is going to include both successes and pitfalls. And I think reflecting on the cause and effect of why goals were met or why they weren't met. And Mm -hmm. so to look at like, okay, I didn't save the money that I wanted to, but yet, and we've all been there, you have the miscellaneous car trouble or you got, you know, um, uh, your taxes came back and you owed more than you thought. I mean, there's so many different reasons that can affect a goal. And so whether it's, you know, you're, you're, you're at fault or you're not, the universe kind of brought these things to you. That's true. Just like you said, looking at it and reflecting back on it to, um, not really be so shameful going into looking at it objectively and just saying, what were my successes? What were my, what were my pitfalls? And even if you're maybe really struggling and depressed about something, um, a counselor obviously could help you with this, but it's really being able to force yourself to find those successes. Even it, the success could be, I went to the gym once that's better than none. No, that's exactly. Um, yeah. and so even though it may have been, you know, that you only made it to the gym once you made it there yeah. and being able to make it to the gym for right. some people. So, you is, know, you can do it once. Yeah. So there you go. <laughs> even if your goal is to go twice, yeah. you know, in 2019, that's still progress. Yeah. Yeah. And I think being able to change your mindset and, and have that objective look at things, it takes time and it takes, um, time alone to be able to reflect and, to connect with that. So step one to pressing that reset button really starts with time alone. It starts with reflection. Um, it starts with changing your mindset around things. And we would say step two is really learning how to tune out that outside noise. So let's talk a little bit about how to do that. We are mm. in a day where we are bombarded with so much noise. Right. Um, we have 
like I was saying earlier, information at your fingertips on phones, on tablets. We have social media. We have regular media. We have um, all of that is what we would consider to be that outside noise. Let's talk about how we can tune that out. Yeah. Um, wow. That is a, it's, a, it's a challenge because, like you said, everything kind of revolves around technology and interacting with people. Um, and so to put some parameters around how much time is spent mm-hmm. um, doing those things, I think, can be mm-hmm. challenging. And I think the goal is to start off very small. So if it's like finding some quiet time in the morning or in the evening, mm-hmm. um, even if it's just for a few minutes, start to carve it out so that way you can start to feel the benefits of what does that silence yeah. feel like? You know what I like about that suggestion that you just gave? It's so small and concrete. It's like just starting the morning off with, yeah, you know, 10 minutes away from your phone or what have you. And what I like about that too is it rem- kind of reminds us that we are in control. Yeah. It sometimes feels like we're not when we have our phone blowing up and we look at it and there's 10 text messages and we go to our email inbox and there's 80 unread messages and mm-hmm. half of them are you know, advertisements that, oh, maybe we really do want to buy that. You know, Amazon sent me a ad mm-hmm. on this. Wait, maybe I need that. Mm-hmm. So we're constantly feeling out of control because it's always in front of us. Right. But that's an illusion. We are yeah. completely in control of that. And we can choose when to unplug and right. to just turn that phone off. Right. And I think <clears throat> so many people wake up there and start their day with notifications because people use their phones as their alarm. I'm very guilty yeah. of it as well. Yeah. And, you know, I, I, I've stopped and think about, okay, what if I just used a regular old fashioned alarm clock or the timer in our coffee pot and see if that makes a difference on just those first few minutes where I feel like I get ahead of the information that's being sent to me. Yeah. Because they're going to be there no matter what time I check it. Yeah. Um, but just to give myself, even if it's three minutes to start, there's a great book called hello mornings by Cat Lee that, um, it, it suggests that that three minute rule just to start there where each minute is spent in reflection or hydrating yourself or in, um, meditation and and you start with the three minutes and then you can build from there. And if three minutes is not, you know, doable, that's Mm -hmm. okay. Do one. Yeah, absolutely. Starting somewhere. And that'd be a really good example of what we would consider a smart goal, which we're going to talk about in a little bit. Um, so if we're then kind of thinking about making sure we're setting these goals that we have, like I was saying from an internal place instead of just for being externally motivated something some questions that you would want to ponder when setting your goals is asking yourself why you are setting the goal and who are you -hmm. setting it for Mm -hmm. um so when we're talking about new year's resolutions and goals the most common are related to fitness health and spending and money Mm -hmm. those seem to be the most common goals that people are looking to when it when we're talking about the new year. Um, and so a lot of them will fall under those themes. So it may be involving, um, you know, changing a spending habit or, um, getting into better shape, or it could be addressing some health concerns that you've maybe been putting on the back burner. Um, and I think that whenever we're talking about setting those goals, we really have to ask ourselves why we're setting it. Mm -hmm. Um, so a perfect example that we commonly see in a lot of people, uh, maybe young women and also men today is that they will find themselves feeling like they need to set a goal of maybe losing weight or into just getting to the gym more and working out more. And when you really ask themselves, or if they were to sit down and ask themselves, why are they setting that goal? 
it's important that you really actually answer that mm-hmm. goal for yourself um, because a lot of people will find that they might be setting it because of an external demand that's being placed upon them as opposed to something that they truly, freely, really want for right. themselves. Right. Um, so it's really important to kind of answer those questions of why because it's we need to be intentional about what we're doing and really thoughtful as opposed to just kind of frivolous, frivolously um, deciding things for ourselves based on external demands. Um, when we're talking about really setting goals, one thing that we really wanted to talk about was actually customizing your goal Mm -hmm. to yourself. So an example for this might be, um, and especially something new that a lot of people are doing today, but when we're talking about an actual health goal, let's say you're, you immediately are like, okay, I'm going to try the paleo whole 30 (laughs) because that's what I've seen on the blogosphere. And that's what a lot of people are buzzing about. Mm -hmm. You may not be consciously thinking about it, but it's, it's one of those things that's being buzzed. You're hearing it a lot. You're seeing it a lot. Paleo whole 30, paleo whole 30. Instead of actually intentionally, intentionally thinking, okay, what does my body need? Mm -hmm. What is, what is my, what's in my body that I need to know about? What is my DNA saying that actually would point to, okay, where's my baseline and what does my body actually need? Right. And there's a lot of things nowadays that such as 23 and me, um, that, or even your, local physician that you can go to to say, Hey, can we run a blood test to really just see what kind of health I'm in to get a baseline? And they'll be able to tell you, Hey, you should start trying to take these supplements or what have you. Mm -hmm. And it's actually more customized Mm -hmm. as opposed to this grab and go diet that people are doing because it's something that they're seeing and hearing about. It's marketed Um, to them. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And one of the reasons we say that is because an example would be, there's actually a blog that I, um, I mean, a podcast that I listened to the Joe Rogan show and Dr. Rhonda Patrick um, is an expert in nutrition and, but she's also a scientist. And one of the things that she studies is the human body and, and the mechanisms that go into a diet that we're placed on and how a certain diet affects the person and what she's realizing and looking at is that every human is made so differently and has such like there's so many little factors that go into it for instance if you live in new york and you're around a lot of noise pollution and um your lifestyle is different than if you were in a rural area a diet will affect you differently because of the way your body and the mechanisms work for you and so you have to be able to look at your body to be able to see what it's actually telling you you need instead of just grabbing and at these right. things that you're seeing on the internet. So one of the biggest recommendations that we uh, recommend is going to your doctor and just having that baseline to be able to look at what exactly you're needing to where you're customizing your health. You're not custom. You're not just grabbing something. Right. That right. You you're see. informing yourself. So that way when you're setting goals, they're accurate to you. Yeah. Customize your goals to yeah. yourself. Yeah, exactly. Um, learning to tune out that outside noise and advice and really, um, that will help you to be able to kind of get to a better place of figuring out what your goals are and help you feel better about how to press that reset button. Um, So just walking through some of the goals that we would recommend setting, there's something called SMART goals, which is making sure that you're setting goals that are specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and timely. So if you're setting a goal, it should always follow that model or formula Mm -hmm. they should be specific so it's an example would be what a specific goal would be so say you 
wanted to lose weight, and I know we keep using that one, but yeah. it's so popular. But say you wanted to lose weight, instead of saying, okay, this year I'm going to lose weight. No, be specific. Say, yeah. this year I'm going to lose 10 pounds. Right. And it may be five pounds. Right. Right. I'm going to lose five pounds um, by doing, you know, X, Y, and right. Z and by this time frame. Right. Um, so the goal should be very specific. You should be able to measure it. It should mm-hmm. be able to be attainable. So mm-hmm. that would be something that is realistic. Right. Um, and also it should be timely. And there's a really um, an, another good way of looking at this too, which is it's important that you sh- set both short and long-term goals yeah. for yourself. Because a lot of people will immediately go to the long-term. Right. So it will be something like, okay, I'm going to um, look better or have lost 20 pounds by the end of the year, but then they leave it at that right. and they don't actually set the short term goal under that, which right. is I'm going to join a gym. gym. Right. That's close to my house. Or, or I'm going to get into your routine to where I'm going to the gym three days a week. Right. Get used to that. Right. Yeah. So if the long term goal is to lose weight underneath there, the short term goal would be I'm going to find a gym, change my work schedule slightly to be able to actually realistically get there. Um, so it makes it a lot more realistic and attainable. So those smart goals, making sure they're specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and timely. It's a good formula to use when setting some goals. Mm-hmm. So I think that we're up to needing a break, but we will be back shortly to conclude this episode on New Year's resolutions. Hi, this is Mayor Sharon Weston-Broom inviting you to listen to the We BR podcast, an initiative of my Women's Advancement Commission. Our show will air the first and third Wednesday of each month. We invite you to listen to our podcast by visiting www.podcast225.com. That's www.podcast225.com and by subscribing through the Apple Podcast app. That's We Be Our Podcast. Welcome back, back to The Waiting Room. Welcome back to The Waiting Room. I am Dr. Rodrigue, along with my co-host, Dr. Fetzer. And today we were talking about resolutions for 2019 and when to hit that reset button and what does that look like and all the things um, in between as far as uh, setting uh, SMART goals to finding what is your motivation and also what will hold you accountable. Um, You can check this episode and many more out on podcast225.com and iTunes. You can check out our social media at The Wellness Studio. Leave us um, some feedback or a request for something that um, you maybe would like for us to discuss in the future. We'd be happy to do so. Um, And also log in, or not log in, but tune in to uh, our uh, next episode where we're going to be focusing on relationships and doing kind of a deep dive into the the mental health of, of all kinds of relationships. So thank you for listening and we'll be back in February. Bye. Thanks for listening to The Waiting Room. This has been a Podcast225.com production.